What is going on today, superstars? What is fresh? What is new? What is happening? What is happening? It's going down with you, DC. Look at you. You're in my room. What are you doing in here? I'm oh, just hanging out. All right, we're you know, giving the show, uh, giving an on-the-go episode a preamble, you know? That's right. We got an on-the-go episode today, everybody. So why don't we hear a little golf clap for that? Yeah. DC got out of the house, and he got some recordings. I'm so. doing field work. So, so, yeah. You know what? And you field know what the fans really work. like? Is DC doing the... They like that. <laughs> you go out, you do the field work. We give a big ups to DC for the field work. Good I'm job out there, there audience. doing it. Who are you, or where were you this time? I uh, went over to Puddle Town Studios. Is that a rehearsal space or is it, it is. a recording space? It's oh, a, it's a, there's several locations of this rehearsal space and uh, throughout the town, oh. and uh, seems like a lot of friends have some spaces there. And Fantastic. I went there to go meet up with a band called Kaya on the Mountain, okay. who just recently put out an EP called Talking Wild. Talking Wild. And these folks are going to be a part of the Dan Cable Presents Holiday Party. Oh, the holiday party. That's real. Okay. So I was like, how do I know the name of this band? I keep, I feel like I've heard this band's you're name hearing before. That, that holidays party. The holidays, the DC holidays shindig, if you would. No, we got party. <laughs> How do we say that? DC holiday party. You're going to have to say you gotta it like have the that. You got to have the inflection. <laughs> the upward, uh, oh, like you're surprised by it. <laughs> so good. It's going to be fun. We're going to have uh, it. Yeah. It's, I'm going, and I, I actually so. I think I get to be a guest. I don't even have to work or do anything. No, I mean, are we even going to jump it. up on stage and we're going to do it? I don't any, think so. We're, we're going to just know. keep it super DL. Just let the bands do their thing. It's just a hang. It's just a hang. It's a scene. It's going to be a scene. I'm just I mean, happy to see the lineup. It's the night before New Year's Eve. So it's the 30th of yeah. December. It's like a New Year's Eve pre-funk. Yeah. It's a warm-up, if you will. Yeah. To, you know what I mean? It gets you, you know, it's kind of, it seasons you. <laughs> you know, it's think of it as like a New Year's Eve appetizer. If you will, you know, yeah. it just kind of gets you kind of hungry. Just gets you in, gets you in that dancing mood. Yeah, exactly. Now, give me the bill again because I got, know you're excited about. So it. we got Kai on the mountain, who's Kai the on guest the, on the on the program right. on this episode. Okay, Kai on the mountain. So we're gonna hear some is, of their songs. He's gonna be soon. opening up this holidays party, right? And then we got Santi Am. Santi Am, right? Who's the, been on the program? The dudes of the Santi Am are fantastic. Love those guys. And the and the lady. The lady. Oh wait a minute! Oh, sorry, I got I got confused. I was I was thinking of somebody else. I was thinking of the dudes that you work with regularly. Oh, the Hammerhead folks. Hammerhead folks. Yeah. I was. I'm sorry. I. I I'm, so we got Santi Am. Santi Am. Those guys kill. Episode seven, I believe. Right. Santi Am. And then we got uh, we got Quiet Type. Quiet Type guys. I love those guys, Bobby and Lee. They're and then fun. And we got the fellows from New Move shaping mm-hmm. out the evening. Yeah, which are some of my favorite jams of the year. So uh, far that's on the what program. You, that's what you've said. I, you know, I keep hearing them in my head, even when they're not playing. You know, he's like, it. like he's feeling. Yeah, it. it's a beautiful thing. So I'm gonna. This is gonna be a good time. So that's going down December 30th, Friday night, Secret Society. Um, we're giving away a pair of tickets. A pair right of spots now? on the guest list from from this episode. Oh, okay. Okay. You have you have a week or so to do so. You're gonna. To, to enter yourself, you're going to share the episode okay. on Facebook. You're going to do a sharing of this you're gonna episode. You're going to share th- this episode, the Kaya on the Mountain episode All right. of the podcast. You're going to share it. Uh-huh. You're going to say, hey, check out this podcast. I want to 
I want to get these tickets. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. I want these two spots on the guest list. Right. I want the Dan Cable Presents baseball tea that you get. Oh, you get a tea too? You get the tickets? You get the tea? You get a I s- want the the Talking Wild EP from Kyle on the Mountain. You, you get know? their you get you their get jams. Their too. You get their recorded jams. So it's a cool giveaway. Wow, DC. So that's I want to thank thank Kyle on the Mountain also for participating and and throwing something in the pot to sweeten it. You know? Excellent. So let me just reiterate real quick. I want to understand so that when I'm entering, all Please I need do. to do is share the episode that we're going to give to people in just a moment. That's all you got to do on the uh, Facebooks and yep. say, listen. You guys go. check this out. Check I want to go this. to the show. You should go to the show. These guys are going on New Year's Eve. Check it out. Yeah. And boom, you're automatically then entered just by sharing. You're entered into That's the That's how contest. you're doing it. Four bands, $10. Get your tickets. Fantastic. Um, yeah, come out. Hang out December 30th, Friday, December 30th. Secret um, Society. And then just a, a quick, uh, you know, please hit us with a subscribe. A subscribe rather on uh, the YouTube, right. iTunes, Podomatic. Go to dancablepresents.com. That's the new official website. That's where you can get your baseball tees, and that's where you can donate to the show if you'd like. But seriously, a free way, uh, free way to help the the program is always to rate, review on iTunes, and also just to share episodes that you're you're digging on, or just share the bands that you're really liking. On the podcast, you yeah. know, show Help them catch some the love. fire, basically. You Absolutely. know, you kind of fan the flames by sharing it with your friends. You know, and uh, for you Portlanders this weekend, got your uh, your weekend planned right here. You know, if you're looking for some music to see uh, on Friday night, uh, the night that this is a, a release, pretty gritty uh, has been on the program, and they're Those playing a free show at the Firkin. I, think I know that's a man. It's almost and a woman. always free. At that the is Firkin. definitely a man. That's an early program too. It starts at seven. It's nice. Oh. It's over by like ten. Oh yeah, sweet. So you go there. You start your night. You can kind of think of it as an appetizer program for the night. I know? like <laughs> it. I like it. And then you go over to the ranger station, I believe, on uh, and you see Dave Kelsey. Oh, oh, Dave. oh that's that's on the seventeenth, okay. December seventeenth on that Saturday. We love Dave Kelsey. He's going to be playing some drums with Twitch and the uh, Silverback show there at the Ranger Station. Cool. Go I think the Ranger Station's free. Oh, right yeah, on. That's they don't of, usually charge charge yeah. cover over there. Uh, I, think, I, don't, I don't think so. so. You can go catch Dave playing some drums. Yeah. So so catch that. That's going to be rad. And then Sweet. on the eighteenth, there's a couple things going on. Number one, uh, the professor Corey Hep, uh, Hebner is uh, is back from two planets oh he's, word he's back from chicago for a few uh short days or i don't know i don't know how long he's here i know he's back and i know that two planets is playing a show on sunday at oh, mississippi word. pizza word so, those guys crushed it's uh, one of my favorite episodes yeah. of the year too what episode was that i um Do you remember the honestly don't i, I want to say it's like episode uh 16 or somewhere like well just look for the two planets <laughs> tcp maybe episode 18 kills those guys are crushing uh, <clears throat> and then also that same night uh, the fellows from New Move are going to be doing a DJ set over at uh, Bo La Land's Coffee and Ale House, which I think that's going to be like a, just a, a thing going on Sunday nights over there. Uh, bands and artists are going to be doing DJ sets there. So just they just out, come in and they records. curate? Okay, yeah, I see. Just doing, I get it. Just doing a hang thing. I'm like, how's that work? I'm about they that DJ, as well. They DJ. So they just bring their own record collections <laughs> and they just DJ for you, but it's like these bands. So I want a DJ. All right. Work. I want to be a DJ. I'm sure DC that that invite <laughs> is now on the way since Ooh. you've said that. You're going to be getting an invite very soon to DJ at one of these joints, I imagine. Uh, that'd be fun. I'm yeah. about that. All right, cool. Uh, we should get into this episode, right? Oh, you want to like, fire this one we off? Should, uh, we should let the people hear what they uh, what they want All to right. hear. Well, let me turn around here and hit That's the button. probably not us. So let's uh, put on uh, Kaya on the Mountain here. Huh? Boom. Fire. <laughs> 
What's up, everybody? I'm here at Puddle Town Studios, hanging out with Kyle on the Mountain for a little on-the-go episode here. Talk with the band, find out Ooh. about uh, how this thing started, and and talk about their their new EP that they have out, which is uh, it's called the uh, Talking Wild. Is that is that, that the is deal? Right. We got, we got yes. that to talk about for <laughs> sure, but. Uh, yeah, Kyle, did you want to introduce the band? Yeah, I am Kai Peltier. I'm the lead singer for Kai on the Mountain. Uh, Liam Walker is our drummer. Hello. <laughs> and Matt Haugen, our bassist. Hi, Mom. And Justin oh, Lewis. Hiya. <laughs> and Jack Lund. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right on. Well, I... Uh, I think I found out about you guys because of uh, the dude we were just talking about, Mr. Luke Neal. Oh, uh, he's amazing. He, he turned me on to your guys' music, and I started checking out what, uh, some of the stuff that you had done with PDX Spotlight, and uh, I was digging what I was hearing, and then I heard you guys had this, this new EP coming out, so um, that definitely sparked my interest and, and made me aware of uh, who you guys are and stuff, but I, I definitely don't know a lot of about you guys' band and, and, and uh, <laughs> what Kai in the Mountain is all about. So um, love to just kind of start with, with how this thing became a band. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it kind of happened a few years ago. It started with me um, just being a solo artist. You know, I had uh, released my self uh, EP called Full of Creatures in 2014 and then a little bit after that release I was like okay I want to make a band so that's when I met uh, or I put a ad on Craigslist and then met Justin Lewis <laughs> we've been friends ever since the fateful day when we met in a coffee shop <laughs> um, and yeah we kind of just joined a band um, and kind of went through a couple people through Craigslist before we met uh, Jack and Liam and then from there um, I came before Liam. Yeah. Well, yeah. Matt Matt came I'm before not, yeah, Liam. I'm not, a, I'm not a Craigslist find. <laughs> I'm a. I went to school with Justin for a year. We we rocked out in chapel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's strange. I've uh, I've encountered a lot of people through this podcast that have found Craigslist ads to be very uh, important to their band forming. Yeah. I was like surprised oh, by that because <laughs> for anybody that's actually checked out the uh, the Craigslist oh. ads for. There's some yeah. really funny stuff on there. Like yeah, the people that is. are super specific about what they want, they're just like, you don't smoke cigarettes in my band. <laughs> <laughs> and 26-year-old yeah. female with a degree in psychology. <laughs> you can play three instruments, two proficiently, one you can get by, yeah. and you can sing baritone. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Let's just say it took a while to find the right people. <laughs> so when you released that uh, that solo EP in 2014, was was that under the name Kaya the Mountain, or did that kind of come with the band? Um, no, it was just under my f my name, Kaya Peltier, um, and it wasn't under any label or anything. I just had it um, just recorded, um, and then yeah, after that we Justin and I met and we were like, okay, let's you know form a band under just me as a singer songwriter and then after we got a few people we were like okay well let's try and make it a band where it's like I'm not just a singer songwriter we'll just make it like a full band so we started with um it being titled as Kaya um which became confusing because people were like oh but aren't you Kaya Peltier and like 
then it's like the whole band and everything. So then we were like, okay, we need a new name. (laughs) 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 So, um, and that's where Kai on the Mountain was born. What were like, um, maybe a couple, uh, vocalists or songwriters that really had an impact on you at an, at an early time that oh have goodness. either stuck with you or have just have made, made big <laughs> impact made impact on you? Um, it ha- it's a very big variety. Um, I'm a huge fan of Kanye West. Um, Kanye. huge fan. Um, and he, it's just like his creative process of how he like does songs, um, that I really dig. So, um, I just love how he produces and how his like whole main thing is just focusing on voices and stuff. Um, and using choirs and that type of thing. Um, I'm also really into Patty Griffin. She's like one of my favorite, uh, just like singer songwriters. Her first album, um, I think it's called Talking with Ghosts. Like that entire album I like listen to, um, pretty frequently this summer when my grandfather died and I just like just felt it so much with my heart and like connected with it so much and I just love absolutely love her (laughs) right on so it's a pretty pretty wide range of of what you're letting in yeah which is cool (laughs) and I think it's always a solid way to go as uh you know as a musician and artist to kind of expose yourself to as many different kinds of things because totally that's what's going to spark the new ideas and whatnot and oh yeah it's hard to hang in to to do this for a long time if if you're just kind of feeding off the same stuff all the time yeah and just like as a band um is there is there any uh any groups or artists that you you guys are all big fans of or is it is it just i would assume it's very spread out but i'd love to just kind of like hear about the ones that you guys really like get down with together number one black sabbath (laughs) that's where we get in the pit for black sabbath uh we all we all listen to a lot of the same stuff, but we all each kind of have our own like kind of niche like interests musically. Um, overlap. I mean, we all like Mac DeMarco. Mac, he's, man, he's, he's a great guy, and he, you know, I makes mean, great we're, songs. we're all just trying to get out to uh, to Treeford this year, you know, yep. to see Mac, you know. Go hang so out if in I, I'm waiting on my press pass, so <laughs> <laughs> wherever the uh, Treeford gods are. I, be- I believe boy. in you. I think you'll get it. <laughs> uh, you got any other, uh, any other just, just influences or, or bands that y'all really just kind of uh, vibe out together I know, I, with? I, I think we decided that we all like Tom Petty. Petty. At one point, How do you? Yeah. Like Tom Petty. We, love, we love the TP. Like, uh, and Ryan Adams. <laughs> Would it, I mean, not, I, 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 have to, I have to exclude myself from that. <laughs> would it be fair to say that um that you guys all grew up maybe listening to a lot of your parents music totally. definitely yeah my dad when i when i was a kid um he's um he raised me a lot when i was a when i was younger and he was very into like listening to classic rock station up in <laughs> up in up in like the seattle area so and he was the one who was like he was like rush you will listen to Rush. <laughs> you will listen to Metallica. You will listen to, like, uh, he almost took me and my brother to our first concert. It was this concert called Pain in the Grass. <laughs> and uh, headliners headliners included uh, Candlebox. Candlebox was headlining sure. this festival. And I was just about to turn, like, my brother was about to turn nine. <laughs> and... Uh, 
Yeah, no, I would have been about 11, about 11 or so. We're two, two years apart. Yeah, so like I would have been eleven, he would have been nine, and my dad's like, "Yeah, let's take him to let's take him to see Candlebox <laughs> in a baseball field." <laughs> my mom didn't let us go. <laughs> I got really lucky that uh, that I had a babysitter uh, hanging with me for a weekend when I was twelve, and uh, she took me to see Metallica at a very young age of twelve, and that that definitely like had a pretty big. Uh, impact on me I think seeing that at such a young age and then I also saw it was like 1996 because I'm old <laughs> and uh, so it's just, so it's just like oh man don't say that <laughs> oh man uh, but yeah so it was, it was Metallica and uh, Soundgarden like, oh my god yeah I saw Chris Cornell played like a solo set at the end of, of the Soundgarden set and just like yeah just uh, a metal show is like the best first show to go to like uh, I, I saw a Scorpions for my first show my mom <laughs> took me to see Scorpions uh, Cinderella was opening it's like another 80s band if you if you know that one hair uh, metal I, I come in there and like I you have to like walk in the front right in front of the stage and it was like the loudest thing I had heard like in my life up until that point and you know, it was it was like a life changing experience. You know, can't did, wait to be that band. <laughs> oh, did you guys all take to um, playing an instrument or writing music at at a fairly young age, like in your early teens? Yeah, no, I I just uh, always needed an outlet. So I I think like most people in this band, it was just like. I played drums a little bit when I was younger, but as you as you get older, you realize that you need to express some of these emotions that you're feeling in this life of, life of ours. And so, yeah, that was that was the best outlet. And yeah, as I grow older, I'm only like more grateful that I chose with like stuck with this one, you know, than any other. So it's it's really yeah. nice, especially all the people and look where I'm at now. It's cool. It's yeah, man. Fun. I think it's uh, it's definitely a very uh, very wonderful outlet to have yeah. and i think it's probably hard for some people to understand that don't explore that sort of outlet creatively in any way like just how much how much uh self-therapy you can do through things like this and just like i don't know you guys seem to you guys get together here what three times a week mm -hmm. like, yeah like, we like, practice every yeah we practice every monday thursday saturday like as that's much as we can. that's rad and i haven't had the opportunity to see you guys live yet but i think i will hopefully on wednesday yeah this Alberta won't be out Rose. by then but i know you guys are playing street pub with like street some pub, homies yeah. you got you got Alberta secret c i just secret had c. i just had him on uh amit is a great dude and uh you guys are playing with Falcon Heart too, uh -huh. who I've had some of their band on through a different band, and they're also very cool. But uh, yeah, where where does that drive come from that you guys are here three nights a week? Um, I think it just comes from uh, just all of us really having the same goal kind of in mind. Um, just we all really want to be yeah we want to rock <laughs> we want to be really successful musicians who just inspire people and change you know the world <laughs> kind of um we just want to make we just want to make really good music and like make an impact and i think that we all share that same goal so we just are really determined to you know right. be successful yeah <laughs> and this is obviously like an important outlet for all of you guys then if you're if you're here three nights a week and yeah the, i mean this has been like my main focus now like i uh 
I've, so I've a lot of free time at home, you know, spend a, spend a lot of it practicing, you know, just like sitting there playing guitar, uh, you know, like, like the outlet, you know, like I just need something to do, you know, so I just sit there and like I play it over and over. And then, like, three nights a week, I'm just like, man, I just want to play loud music, you know? Like, <laughs> like I want to get better. Like, I want to play things that sound really good with other people, you know, and just, like, have a really good time with everyone. Yeah, it's very cool that you guys are able to, uh, you know, have have a practice space, which uh, these are accessible to you guys 24 hours a day, I'm assuming. And Yeah, we can come in here pretty much at any time. And because the building is, like, like it's kind of out there in, like, like, warehouse area. So, like, there's no, like like there aren't any people working right now right. so there's no time when we can't come in here no noise limit because the building is so large it's soundproofed like pretty much from the outside you can't really hear anything yeah <laughs> so we get to we get to come in here jam anytime and make noise really loudly yeah yeah make no it's a it's a good space bit of a bit of a box so the sound bounces around a lot but it yeah it, it, yeah. it so it just, it just makes it really loud and it's really fun <laughs> it's really interesting. It's like a, it's an interesting space to be in. I'm I'm very glad that I asked, uh, w- or that you were specific about the location of oh, that yeah. uh, being on 26th. Because I, yeah. uh, for people that don't know, there are many puddle towns yep. in Portland, and I was totally going. I was uh, I was just about to you know head to the one next to the Twilight. I was just like, oh, it's it's got to be that one. But um, so how does the uh, how does the songwriting work in the band at this point? I mean. Obviously, Kyle, you came into this as a, uh, you know, the, a songwriter, and it, is it safe to assume that that you create a lot of the uh, the bones to these these jams that you guys are putting <laughs> out, or is it more of a, a collaborative process since uh, you've chosen to go the route of a band? <laughs> um, I am the sole writer, so I do. I what I do is I um just kind of improv right is how it just works so i'll just like sit down and write a song and it kind of just like comes out um and then one i'll like work on it um at least for like a few days or a couple weeks till i I feel like it's really strong and a good strong with like a good hook or like a good chorus and that type of thing and then bring it to the boys and all I'll really have is like the melody, the lyrics and basic chords because I don't know any music theory For or sure. anything. So I'm like, OK, it's on the second fret and it's A minor G F go. <laughs> and then we'll kind of run through it and run through it and run through it until like, um, yeah, we put yeah. some meat on the bones. And uh, yeah, like- they get to basically have uh, free creative, well, creative freedom. So right. they can just do whatever they just want. Just let these fellas mm-hmm. run wild and throw their flavors on yeah. on what you're doing. Well, and it's all very open too. So we all give each other like suggestions of like, hey, you should do this, or like, why don't you try this? You know, because it's all about making like the best product. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I definitely want to get into into the the EP talk, and and I guess that kind of leads into it is that I feel like, you know even though you're letting everybody just kind of like run wild on your songs, it seems like everybody's pretty conscious about what, what serves the songs. So like from listening to, to what you, you guys recently put out. Yeah. Like I feel like we all have like a really clear idea, especially at this point of like, of like kind of like what we, you know, like, you know, we don't have like a really specific sound, you know, but like we just kind of have like a, more like abstract idea of like like kind of where we're going you know and like i feel like we're all like going in like slightly different but like mostly the same direction in that and it's been it's been really good especially lately um it's been like a lot more collaborative like we can uh you know like 
just get like really tight and like get exactly what we want on our songs. Rad. Um, let's uh, let's do a little musical break. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, think we're gonna play Karma. Yeah. The first track off of uh, the new EP. The banger. So, so we're gonna play that jam, and then we'll 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 resume with uh, talking about the uh, the EP a little more in depth, and and just kind of get to know what you guys are about some more. All right. All right. So this is uh, this is Karma. Check it out. So that was uh, Karma off of the Talking Wild EP. I'm here hanging out with Kyle on the Mountain in their practice space here at Puddle Town. Um, so you guys put out this EP last month, November? November that? 18th. That's correct. This rad five-song EP, which uh, I've been 
definitely geeking out to a lot. And uh, we just played Karma, which is definitely one of my favorite tracks off the album. I just like the way that it sets the tone for for the songs, the collection of songs. It just gets up and goes, and it's just got got a lot of drive to it, which is rad. Yeah. Um, that was like the first song that I ever wrote that was uh, that I felt was like a real banger. So, because <laughs> I'll, I'll <laughs> right from the get go, because like <laughs> because before then I had written a lot of like more milder songs. It's kind so. of a departure from the singer songwriter type. Mm-hmm. Milder was, meaning more like laid back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, a lot of yeah. acoustic guitar, a lot of just like belting, you know. So this was definitely like the song that was like boom right in your face, you know. Yeah, it's cool because you know it has its elements of like singer songwriter from like the bare bones of the songs, but they're just very uh, they just all have very classic vibes to me, and um, it definitely the entire thing just moves so well like it's very it's very upbeat for the most part and i think that can be be hard to do sometimes as a singer songwriter and i'm sure having the band helps but it was just uh it was kind of refreshing i mean i love like slow singer songwriter albums and i'll listen to that stuff all day but like (laughs) it was just kind of refreshing to just kind of hear this these five songs and they all just have like a lot of get up to them and uh like the the second song which is uh risky is is definitely the song that i've been listening to a lot and is now kind of like becoming my favorite track on the album <laughs> uh it's got a lot of cool uh like rootsy like southern bluesy kind of feels to it mm-hmm. and just the whole record you guys didn't seem to go like really ape shit on putting a bunch of different sounds you're not it doesn't seem like you're trying to do anything trendy by keeping up with the uh like the synth craze which which i'm about that stuff too oh yeah and like but it just it just seems like the like the keys that you guys are choosing to use are like i love all the fat organ sounds like i'm a just such a big fan of like that stuff so like i just felt i i feel like overall like the uh the choices in instrumentation and just like the feel is very very cool and not overdone yeah yeah we kind of kept this one a lot more not bare bones, but yeah, simplified. Um, I, I don't know. It just feels more authentic for us just to not try to rewrite the songs in the studio, but to just put like the musical equivalent of pen to paper and just say, all right, this is what we sound like in yeah. rehearsal, but kind of toned down. <laughs> I think it was also us just like experimenting all recording together. Um, and I think it was a combination of like, going in and not really knowing what our sound was before we recorded as well as not having a huge budget as well as like um trying to figure out like okay what's gonna sound like good like what actual instruments do we want to use like that type of thing is what made it kind of that sound right on keep in mind liam was only in the band for like two months before we went (laughs) in so we were like i don't even think he knew the whole set yet (laughs) yeah um, one of the crazy things about it for me that made it feel like such an interesting process was the very fr- we did three main days of recording, and the first ma- the first main day, ten hour day, was pretty much primarily me, Matt, and Liam in the main room just tracking all five tracks, just like going was just all karma day. For the most part. I mean, it was karma a lot. We we tracked karma for a long time. We tracked like oh, we tracked so many. Uh, it feels like we did we did so many takes because we kept wanting it to yeah. be like better. Oh. 
It could yeah, just be... we were recording an album. This was my first recording experience. I think was it yours too, Liam? It was, yeah. yeah, it was Liam's first also. So, yeah, so we were just like, it's like for me, it was kind of like exploring like exploring a new dimension of the same music I've been playing for so long. Like I knew these songs so very well and had played them live so many times, but this was a new way of playing them. Yeah, that was going to be. Yeah, it was going to be remembered in a very different way. Yeah, and we were talking, uh, Matt mentioned that I had only been in the group for like a couple of months by the time we were recording, so I had really only just learned the songs, and it was like a really objective look at like all the material, and just kind of like, these are the songs, like this is what we're doing in the studio, like as much as I would like to have like a really creative, like, hmm, what should we have for these? Like it was really interesting how like it seemed like everybody knew what we were looking for, you know? And, um, yeah, that's just such a different contrast to now where I've been in the band, like, almost a year. And, like, she was talking about our songwriting, how it's a lot more collaborative. And I feel like now that we have, like, built up such a chemistry, like, we're able to work together more. But back then, it's just such an interesting time to look back on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Probably more time to uh, kind of uh, really feel out what you're doing and and kind of kind of add some some flares to some things and really get comfortable with, with tunes since... Yeah, yeah, it's it's rad. Um, I think that the studio experience can be can be very interesting. Sometimes it can be very daunting. Sometimes people freeze up, especially first time through the studio. So yeah, I think I th- we're gonna be a lot more like open and just being a lot more creative the next time that we do like our full LP because I think we now know like where our sound is and kind of what direction we want to go so um, like I've been talking about wanting to have a choir <laughs> be a huge focus for our next album so doing some Kanye shit oh yeah so, <laughs> yeah I want to just I want to be able to like focus on like melodies and that type of thing yeah kind of do what like Kanye does um, just you know work maybe with some like auto-tune like ooze or like definitely have a choir or like do some type of like synth like thing in the chorus um like a riff or something like that i don't know it just leaves for openness <laughs> hey kai i got this uh this vocaloid you uh you, 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 you type in words and then you you just like have a keyboard and it'll, like will it'll play the notes for you and <laughs> sing the words like you can get this lady's voice um, just get real active with it yeah it's it, it, it's pretty wild but uh I, I could set that up perhaps if you tell me what song <laughs> <laughs> i think i think one of the main one of the main things it did for me the first time being in the recording shows it created this it created an itch like it created like oh now i'm really want us to get back in here and like start working on we, we want to start working on a full length soon and like i'm just like i'm like ready to go go next weekend Let's he's go. feeling it feeling yeah just wanting like under like now that we've been through like the initial recording process like like now that it's like okay i've kind of like like dipped my foot into the pool and like kind of understand it now on to a greater extent it's like okay now i've got ideas now i'm think like now i'm thinking thinking about music and like these songs also just in a new way it's like all right i've i know the parts that i've been playing on them for a few months now i know all that now what else can I expand upon like like instrumentally in- instrumentally and just like texturally Where did you guys uh record at? Supernatural Sound. Matt'll tell you all about it. Yeah, it's my house. Uh, nice. <laughs> it's my my dad yes, built dude. it back in 90 
two or something. I don't know. Um, maybe even before that. Yeah, it's out in Oregon City. Uh, it's a good time because we don't have to pay for the room. We just got to pay for the engineer. Yeah. But it's it's pretty sweet. Um, not to brag or anything. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so other a, other people come through the studio to record there. Oh and stuff? yeah, all the time. Uh, we had an API Legacy Plus console up until three months ago. We sold it and then bought two. Or my actually my dad designed. Not design boards, but you can kind of custom make them. Yeah. Um, put all sorts of cool shit in them. So he did that, uh, and now we got those going again. But it's, it's it's a big time studio. Yeah. You were talking about the organ on the album. Yeah, that's that's our Hammond B three. Oh, nice man. Yeah. Yeah. The Hammond key Yeah. Just some fat we instruments got a, we on got a there. Big nice. old Yamaha Grand as well. Um. So how did you guys go about uh, selecting an engineer for the process? The, our engineer is actually the uh, head engineer at the studio. Okay. And so I've known him for five or six years now. His name's David Pollock. Cool. He's our other guy. He's our guy. <laughs> yeah. So you do a lot of local records here? Yeah. He, um, I, don't, I can't really keep track of his like discography, but uh, his website can. <laughs> uh, hopefully we're on it by now. <laughs> um, Yeah, the Shins did Wincing the Night Away there in 2006. That's awesome. Um, uh, I think it was the one before that. They did two. B.O.B. had a layover in Portland in February of 2013. <laughs> so they were like, let's lay down some vocals anywhere. <laughs> so him and, his, him and his boys came out to the studio. And <laughs> the funny thing about that... Um, group is when you're a major label artist you start giving everywhere you go an itinerary or like a, basically a list of demands and on that list for bob and his crew were two things burritos and weed <laughs> gotta have that rider in order son yeah that's that's where the rider <laughs> i'm i'm fairly sure they were accommodated in at least one of those aspects so you kind of grew up around this this recording studio yeah um it's been it's been going all my life that's awesome um, dude. my dad uh he probably won't hear this but <laughs> safe to say he kind of didn't like know the business aspect of the studio thing so i've been able to watch it grow with him as like he learns the business knowledge because he was uh, he got his degree in like teaching, <laughs> yeah. so he um, the the business management thing. He's kind of had to grow with it a bit, um, but yeah, it's looking real sick now. That's right. I'm rad. excited to see how it does, and I'm excited for us to get back in there. Yeah, that like I said, sonically, uh, the EP is super pleasing. Uh, Left Your Love is is probably my favorite jam on there. I feel like that that song just has like '90s vibes written all over oh, yeah. it, like <laughs> and. Uh, did you have something to do with that? Oh yeah, no. Since you're the say, you're the '90s the '90s uh, no, music nerd. I mean, uh, not not only that, but um, <laughs> uh, I just want to say a quick note about that song. I say it a lot when we, it's a, it's asked about a lot in interviews, and this is something I really like to say about it. Um, it's um, it's probably the song that evolved the most in studio. It was one that we had been working on for a while, but didn't have as solid as we wanted to, we'd probably played it live just a few times, but really like our, en our uh, engineer, David really kicked our asses a little bit on a few songs. Like, all right, like figure out what you're going to do. And we're going to do it in three. Like, it's like do it in the, like figure it out in the next three takes, like yeah. do it. And so we spent so much time on that one. And it probably, it was probably the one that got like 
the biggest reaction when we went back into the booth and listened to it for the first time with all the tracks on top of it. We were just, oh, yeah. <laughs> that that one, like, I, I love playing that one. I mean, I played uh, second guitar and keys, and, like, I play a bunch of different stuff, so I have, like, a bunch of different variations of how I play that song, but, yeah. like, every one, I, I just love it, you know, like, from, like, doing synth tracks on this Juno at a... Uh, yeah, on Treo Studio, uh, you know, like doing overlay tracks over there, just that, that that was a great song to just like work on and evolve it. You know? Right. Yeah, I definitely dig that one a lot. And uh, unnamed country song kind of has uh, like a Billy Joel feel to me. Like it kind of has that upbeat, like like uh, just good, good feeling, like <laughs> chugging along like a Billy Joel jam. You know. It's one of those songs that's really good to listen to when you're doing other things like uh, cleaning or dancing. Yeah, it's up tempo. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. It's yeah. a dancey vibe. It's. Uh-huh. I just feel like it nails like really cool elements of doing some of that laundry. Billy Joel shit. Yeah. I'm about it. <laughs> yeah, that one's been with us for a while. Same as Risky. Risky's about one of the oldest songs for our band too. Yeah, actually. Those were the songs that I knew were going to be like the foundational songs when I joined the band last August, I think. And so, yeah, those those are the ones we had to record first. They were yeah, like oh, the yeah. ones. Risky was an interesting one to record. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, it was a good story. Yeah, the fun the fun thing about Risky is whenever we'd play it live and um, I would just play acoustic guitar on it that that like that constant ri- like electric guitar rhythm that happens in the in the recorded version was me on acoustic guitar during live performances. And then uh, we were in the studio, and um, David was like, okay, like if you're going to overdo acoustic on that one, just do an electric scratch track for it right now. And so you'll go back in tomorrow when we're doing acoustic tracking. And so I did a scratch track along with it, and he was just like, dude, you need to keep, like, that's that's what the song needs to have. Like, it <laughs> that's need, where it's at. Yeah, he. Yeah, like, so. It's funny how that works sometimes. Right. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, so we just, like, kept that track, and it changed, like, I've never played the song on an acoustic guitar since, so yeah. like, it changed the way we do it all the time. Kaya did so many scratch vocals and, like, first takes and, like, second takes that we just kept, you know? Yeah. So just, like, uh, like, I don't know how she does it. She just goes there, and she's just like, yeah, I just sung it, like, amazingly, you know? Like, well, it's, it was great. I think a lot of the time on those first, you know, take or the first few that's really where all the energy's at. So a lot of times they they come across as as the best takes, you know, just because they have the most feel to them as well. But that's rad to to just be able to like kind of nail it that way. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just stoked on the the overall sound. I think it, it's very, like I said, it's got a lot of energy to it, even though it also has its laid back elements to it as well. And uh, definitely into the EP, and would encourage folks to check it out. Um, one of the reasons I wanted to have you guys on is because you're, you're playing my, my Dan Cable Presents Holidays Party Woo-hoo! at the Secret Society. And uh, so that's December 30th. And really hoping we get a bunch of folks to come out to that. And we're going to give away a pair of tickets through this episode for it. And uh, yeah. maybe one of those those baseball tees of mine, the, the Dan Cable Presents Baseball Tees. Maybe maybe Kai on the Mountain wants to throw an EP in as a sweeten the pot, you know? Let's do it. Or, or whatever you guys want to throw in there, you know? We'll we'll have that for somebody at the Secret Society. 
But that's going down December 30th. This is going to be at the Secret Society. We got four bands, Kyle on the Mountain and Santee Am and Quiet Type and New Move. It's going to be a really rad night of music and super looking forward to seeing you guys play live. Um, where can people keep up with what you guys are doing on the interwebs and whatnot? Well, we got a website. We got kaionthemountain.com. Facebook. We got Facebook. Uh, we got a Twitter, which we promise we're going to use more. <laughs> we got the Instagram. The Instagram is, is is a good one. And last but not least, we got Snapchat. Snapchat. I haven't given in to Snapchat yet. Follow us. I, f- I feel Kaya like it's too many Otina. things already, you know? <laughs> and is that... Is the album on Bandcamp as well? Yep. Yeah, Band I know Camp, it. Spotify, too, yeah. Song, like everything. I've been. Or we got, we got the singles on SoundCloud. I mean, not SoundCloud, the Spotify. So it's somewhere out there, people. It's not difficult to find. I listen to it on iTunes. Uh, it's on that in. Apple Music. You just, you know. It's there. It's it's a really great five songs, and it kind of just makes you want to listen to it over and over because it it just it ends so quickly. It's like I'm just gonna listen to it again. <laughs> Best yeah. 15 minutes of your life every day. Uh yeah, I appreciate you guys hanging out with me. You know, I'm glad I got to to hang out with you guys a bit and yeah, find out about Yeah, absolutely. Super super rad and uh yeah, you can hit me at dancablepresents at gmail.com. We got that uh super fresh official dancablepresents.com website now where you can find all the videos and the the podcasts and whatnot and the the, the baseball tees and the calendar dates and and all that jazz so hit us with a subscribe on the youtubes and whatnots and the uh the itunes those reviews are super helpful uh if you guys write some itunes reviews for the the program then uh we get more national visibility for the show and every once in a while we see the podcast go into that that top 100 of the music charts and that's really fun uh but yeah i appreciate everybody sticking with the show and and checking it out uh lots of love for it we're gonna we're gonna play out with uh my favorite song from the from the ep we're gonna do uh left your love and uh that's off that's off the new kai on the mountain ep talking wild so uh this is the jam we'll catch you on the flip side portland peace you left just as simply as you always do Cutting all ties right to the point Fact is that I didn't mean a thing Yet still it's the knife still stained You thought it'd be best to
Sonic. Yeah, Sonic, 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 Sonic. Yeah,